This week on the program, wow, somebody had fun. It's Die Hard with a Vengeance. I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris McClain. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. John Gabris. And we love movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the program. Thank you for tuning in. As always, that's right. This is week one of We Love Movies Month here on the show. We're doing all good shit, and we are happy to welcome in studio here in the HeadGum offices in Los Angeles, California, Mr. John Gabers. How are you doing, buddy? I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me. Totally. This is this is a long time coming. This is a get. Yeah. What you call I, a get. Yeah, yeah get. we've been on the same network for a few years. <laughs> yes. I've known Steve for 10. Yep. And <laughs> never could make it happen, man. We're all white guys who love movies, <laughs> and uh, we finally got in the room. Uh, yeah, I think we made like drunken plans like twice. When we're at Austin, we're like, oh, man, it's going to happen. Anytime you know? there's a HeadGum Festival yeah. or a HeadGum event, we're like, definitely got to do And then eventually you email me like a year and a half later. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to be literally in your hometown. Can you do the pod then? I'm like, fair enough. Fair. Yes, yes. yes. I'm going to your wife's house. Can you please just? Oh yeah, she lets me live there now. <laughs> we, I love that. I'm part of. We love movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is a distinguished month. Do you guys have to do that for yourselves every once in a while for yeah. like sanity purposes? Yeah, I think it yeah. became like that. We just needed like we can't just watch like Troll Two level stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like a once a month thing on our Patreon to like flush the toilet of our brain and like hit the reset button. But also specifically, like this is the first good diehard movie we've ever done we've done all the bad ones we did four and five oh, four and five, which are Jesus. terrible yeah. yeah uh i hate that guy jai courtney i find that he ruins oh, yeah. every movie that's a potato yeah that, that's it that's he's, the guy acts like a potato he is not value added in any situation no it's an australian ghost like <laughs> <laughs> That's... Give me, give me Leif Schreiber. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, why yeah. would I want Leif Schreiber's fucking shadow in this? <laughs> I want Leif fucking Schreiber. Uh, this is part three. So this was like it's the New York one. You finally got him in New York, his we're, hometown. We're not. Uh, it's not Christmas at all. It's it's a hot summer day. We're trying to do do the right thing, sort of. Not really. Well, like because it's hot out. Yeah. Do the right thing is happening in one neighborhood of this <laughs> yes. movie. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, downtown. <laughs> there, there's like literally 12 movies occurring. <laughs> there's like a bomb drama in Midtown. Yes. There's like a bank heist in downtown. <laughs> I remember this movie. Uh, there was like a trilogy on PlayStation. It was like the Die Hard trilogy. is three different games. I think the first one was like a, 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 like a side-scroller thing. The second one was like a first-person shooter. And this one was a car game. Like it was like, oh, it's cool. You're driving through New York. I remember that. Because of the one scene where he drives a car? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but to John's point, there's so many different movies here. It's kind of insane. Well, it is. Wasn't it not a Die Hard movie originally, right? Yes. It's rewrapped yep. as Die Hard. Yeah, this is, this is, it's the grand tradition of Die Hard. Every one of these is like that. And well, I guess except for the first one, it was called something else, the book that it was based on. Oh, yeah. I, I don't remember yeah, what it was The called. fucking fact that Die Hard is based on a book, I'll never get over it. it <laughs> Cobra is on... based on a book. <laughs> these fucking, uh, who, who's writing these novels? 
weathered like old white dudes that like they have like footballs for faces just like it's old just, leathery dudes it's the dad market it's like and then he shot him totally. turn the page if your dad has to go on a flight like that's the shit he buys at the airport oh for sure these and, books and I think John McClane is the ultimate dad hero because yeah. he's never he's not jacked yeah. he doesn't demonstrate skill in any way except for like the guy's got gumption and I know like my dad would watch that and be like I can curse like I'm John McClane now. I'm always right. <laughs> if my if my wife was kidnapped and held in the roof of a skyscraper, I'd be able to get her. I'm a functioning alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie is a two hour. Hang- I, I wish there was more scenes of McClane having explosive diarrhea. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Puking in an alley. Zeus, you handle this one. <laughs> He's doing the whole thing like I need I need Advil. I need oh, I need my like. Where's his bacon, egg, and cheese? And where's yes. the Gatorade? Those yeah. are the two things that yeah. need to happen immediately. He's like, we pour five gallons from this tub into my mouth. No, don't drink the fountain water. It's green. It's mostly pennies. Starts puking up change. A lot of missed opportunities for bodily functions here. All right, McLean, you need to leave the gas station now. (laughs) You'd stop drinking. Stop it. Uh, I enjoy this one a lot because Sam Jackson is such a fucking injection of energy. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. This is what you needed. You I, needed him teamed up with somebody not that old fucking airport security dude from that second movie. Oh, uh, Dennis old... Franz. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, the old, the really the, old the maintenance guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I found the maps. <laughs> <laughs> here's a jacket. That guy's a yes. useless yeah. partner. Yeah, here's a jacket. I'm helping. <laughs> Sam Jackson is so good in this, and I'm just feeling like I'm tired of John McClane now. Rewatching this, I'm like, make a new Die Hard movie and get Zeus. Bring Zeus back. Just the have Zeus his Carver Zeus in a franchise? Die Hard movie. Absolutely. Yes. I was waiting for Zeus 2 to come out after this. Honestly, <laughs> I would have preferred that. Yeah. Well, because he keeps like, they keep trying to find ways to keep him in the movie. Like, he keeps being like, all right, that's enough movie. Like, no, 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 Sam Jackson. Come back, come back, come back, come back, come back. Eventually, the police department would be like, you know what, sir? Thank you for your service. Exactly. Uh, you can go home now. We're not going to put an electrician in any more danger. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's been a lot of danger do, for you. Do we still turn people into deputies around here? You're a deputy now. I just can't believe he keeps going with John McClane and all this stuff. Like... They well, do like a they do like a slight writing to it of just like he says you have to be there and then right. that that buys you six minutes and then <laughs> yeah. for the rest of the movie Zeus is like shh don't just worry keep driving when oh, he like, is like taking rappelling down onto <laughs> the boat he's like I'm like dude you started your morning as an electrician he's willing to die now for a guy he saw with that sign totally you started your day fixing an alarm clock and here we are. And it was his idea to climb down, right? He's like, yes. come on, you pussy. <laughs> like, <laughs> initially, he wanted to jump. <laughs> but, hey, McLean, I'm going to commit suicide right now. <laughs> that was a great moment. He just fucking sailor dives, hands at his side, head first on a my, pink mist oh, everywhere. <laughs> my kids are about to be blown up. Yep, it's about time for me to uh, get off here. But I think it's it's it's. I think he realized he was in a diehard movie. He's like, no, I'll fucking survive. Like I'm, I've been I've been watching you all day, McLean. I'm going to get in on this shit. I'm going to jump off a building. Well, he's got a taste for it, dude. Yes. And that adrenaline's rushing. Like I'd fucking want to jump too. My favorite part of all Die Hard movies is the like uh, limply wiping blood off with paper towels at yes. the start yeah. of a new scene to help with continuity. <laughs> it's like always like, all right, we're walking in, all the blood is off my arm, and now we can continue the rest of this act. But by the end of this movie, they were just drenched in blood, yeah. just completely <laughs> blood. drenched, it's like a fucking end of Sweetie Todd. Yeah, I highly recommend you don't take Tylenol. <laughs> like, that's going to thin your blood. Yeah, You're that's a really be... good point. Those later sequels that goes away, and John McClane's just like rolling off a fighter jet, like yeah, I'm fine. He becomes a fucking Terminator. In 
those other movies. But that's the thing is, yeah, he's he's still very much the very like he's scared, he's outnumbered, he's outwitted, like acting. He's acting, which is nice, as opposed to just like gleefully murdering people. Yeah, we like to see McLean get hurt. That's like what he does is like get hurt and just be like grit through it. Mm -hmm. And then in the Russia one, he's driving a fucking tank. He like has the ability to drive a tank, which is not something you casually have in the background. (laughs) The movie before that one, he surfs on a jet. Oh, (laughs) he does surf on a fucking dump truck in this movie though, and it's kind of stupid. Oh, he's doing a little bit of Teen Wolf action. He does a fucking hang ten. He's even keeping his balance like a surfer. It's kind of dumb. He still has hair in this, by the way. God bless him. It was holding on by a thin thread. Yeah, he doesn't have his striking distance waterproof toupee on (laughs) that he would make famous in that movie. Well, now he's like just like a like a rounded stone that was in a riverbed too long. Yeah, totally. He's finally polished after hundreds of years of being in a creek. Yeah, but that's what's annoying about it because John McClane is a guy who wouldn't give a fuck. He's like, I'm bald. I'm gonna keep it to the last wisps fall off this head and he wouldn't be polishing it up like vain bruce willis does in real life that's what i one of the biggest uh problems i have with those two more recent movies yeah the cue baldness no 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 get that scruff back get it yeah. let him grow it back oh, in get a horseshoe going yes yeah I'm, or I'm, skull it. i'm proud of bruce willis himself for finally just going bald yes mm-hmm. but it's not a mclean mclean no. should have male pattern for sure he should be mpb all the way is, absolutely is travolta is, has he given up the ghost or is that for a role because i keep seeing him look like oh, lex luthor and i'm was not sure Pitbull. Pitbull told him to go bald because Pitbull is uh, known for being a sexy bald man. And I gotta say, he looks good. He looks John Travolta bald looks good. It's so funny. Don't they have anyone in their close circle? These people who are like, yo, man, everyone knows <laughs> yes, you. Yes. Just fucking wear, throw a hat on. Exactly. No one would judge you if you no, wore a hat. There's, yeah. a, there's a Midwestern housewife somewhere that doesn't know yet. So I'm going to keep it. Well, there's face. a few things she doesn't know about <laughs> Hair is just the ice tip of the iceberg. <laughs> wait, he's bald? Wait, he's a Scientologist? Yes. And wait, he's what? He's, hold on. <laughs> Father of the year. <laughs> he showed his butt to whom? Yeah, Pitbull convinced me to shave it off. <laughs> I want to know what that conversation was like. No, were they like buds? Were they? Yeah, in a movie apparently together? no. Well, because Pitbull did a song for fucking Gotti. Oh, oh he did an original God. track for Gotti. Yikes! That is <laughs> no shit. business. Existing. And they play it like four times in that. <laughs> well, you gotta get your money's worth. Which is mostly set in the seventies, by the way. Yeah, I, I watched. <laughs> How did Pitbull cross the devil? Because I know everyone had to do this as some sort of like lifelong scam. Like, you know, like got uh, it's Travolta is E directed it, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. He definitely directed oh it. He couldn't even get Vince to do that movie, which is kind of shocking. <laughs> Vince, yeah. Vince not is not gonna do the movie. movie. Hang up. <laughs> <laughs> he he is Queens Boulevard, but he's not fucking God. The movie is shockingly boring. It's it is really boring. The, there's only one good thing about it, I would say, and that is that uh when the first Gotti son dies in a car accident, Gotti's response to it is like, ugh. He didn't even have pubes on his prick yet. Like, genuinely, that's the line. Well, that's not where they go, by the way. His his son is 28. (laughs) That's what he's most stressed about. The fuck is wrong with my son? He's got alopecia of the genitals. I wanted to go bald. I didn't want him to do this. I could get alopecia of the back. I'd be really thrilled about that. That would be Yeah, please strike me down with that. That would be fantastic. Lose this fucking bath mat on my back. So we do start with the infamous I hate everyone scene. Yes. Sure. That's the TNT version, yes. right? Yes. Holy shit. I couldn't believe watching this 
how long they tease out what the sign says. Yes. I, oh, I, I like, yep. I, of course I remember the sign. Yeah. I remember thinking it's crazy. I remember way more casually reading the sign <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in conversation when I was like 15 or whatever. When oh, I saw man, it. the best part is when he says it. You're like, oh, Jesus Christ, kid. <laughs> Like, they read really, the room. They really rub it in, though. There's that like poor old woman who walks by, like, oh, that's just inappropriate. <laughs> and he's humiliated looking at her, like, oh, man. <laughs> Apparently, the, the screenwriter threatened to walk if that didn't happen, which is when weird demand. Because they, exactly, because they were like, oh, you know, the studio is rightfully like, I don't want to put this in my movie. And <laughs> you know, Jonathan Hensley was like, no, either that or I walk. Like, well, I guess then we'll do it. But like, I would weird hill, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fine. Then someone has to wear the sign. In the movie. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So it's not about this scene. It's about the sign. I, I, I got the sign made for fuck's sake. <laughs> the one thing he brings to the pitch. No, and and every... we already have the sign to help you guys get it figured out. We got the sandwich boards in place, ready to paint them. Every Sir, leave. <laughs> Guess what? Nobody needs to use their imagination, guys. I'm wearing it. Every scene with Simon Gruber on the phone, he's just wearing that. <laughs> I just imagine the writer coming home every night. I was like, I don't know if it's worth it, honey. They won't let me put this into the script. Oh, Once you just go back there and you tell them to be strong and you tell them you need that sign in the movie. It's like the insider, except for John Hensley. <laughs> I think even like, like you know, later in the movie, uh, Gruber's number two and three, the, the tall dude and the lady are like really annoyed with him. Like, you're fucking around too much. That's step one. I'm like, wait, what? Hold on. What about what does this have to do with the Federal Reserve? We're going to Harlem for what? <laughs> that's on them, though, dude, because you're getting in bed with a Gruber and they are all three theatrics with their. Plot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would be worried if it wasn't some big over the top kind of scam. But we're not that kind of gang. This is the look. We're German. Yeah. Sure. But... Simon, too far. You know? <laughs> uh, we are a for hire militia. OK, we don't play games. We are Germans. We do not have strong feelings about other races. or ethnicities. Um, I like, I pictured there was like a cast sign up sheet that where all the terrorists run and look at it. And it's like, what'd you get? He's like, I have to go to the baseball stadium. It's like, I'm going to the park to put the water jugs. I'm making a sandwich board sign. You know, everyone has different assignments. I get to drive one of the dump trucks. Oh, that's sick. You, I get to wear a cop costume. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of those roles. Oh, totally. Out. Tons of fake cops in this movie. Uh, I'm just waiting in Canada. <laughs> oh, I drew Endgame. I'm just here at this motel in Quebec. Any day. I'm supposed now. to be on the lookout for choppers. I don't have to do shit. Make sure the copters are fueled. Oh man, I'm on racist watch. I'm imagining this like German guy at a, a coffee shop in Harlem, like making sure it happens. Yeah. I'm the dude buying all that red corn syrup to put in the huge vat. Corn syrup guy. That, I, I forgot how much I love that character, the bomb diffuser. Oh, Charlie. Yeah. Oh, that dude is Charlie great. fucking shines in this movie. <laughs> Everyone, there's a lot of good character. Like, you, most diehard movies have, like, deeper cast, but this has a good, he's got a whole team, and I actually really like, I like the, the inspector dude with the mustache. That yes, great yes. mustache. The Native American dude who yes. plays, like. Graham Greene. Yeah, 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 that dude's Graham awesome. Yep. He's so good. Well, yeah. it's a smart thing. They invert it from the first movie is, like, in the first movie, all, you have, you know, all the terrorists, and, like, yeah. there's all the these terrorists doing little jobs and you're like following them all versus this one it's all the detectives and oh, all the in, in, yeah. and the guy with the bomb and shit like that i kind of like that i like the fact yeah. that what i don't like about the second one is they kind of did like a half measure they're like 
We'll open it up a little bit. Like it's there for it's straight, not a, straight up. I don't like the second movie. It's not very good. Yeah. I think it's weak. The weakest of the three yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you know when they do open that door, you're just hanging out with Dennis Franz, yeah. <laughs> right. and then that other fat guy. There's like two fat guys. There's like parking cop guy. And then Dennis Franz. And then they're revealed to be cousins at the end of oh, that Oh, yes, movie. that's right. <laughs> or brother or whatever. He's like, my cousin bothered you. You know, and you're like, you got to be fun. <laughs> R- remind me, Dennis Franz is not crooked in that movie because all I remember about Die Hard 2 is fucking William Sadler's taint in that fucking split scene. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah, if, yeah. You don't, if you don't know Sadler's ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, he is not crooked. Okay, he's a good John guy. Amos is crooked, I think. That's John right, Amos is yeah. definitely crooked yes. in that movie. He, you weren't in Granada. <laughs> <laughs> I remember turning to my dad watching Die that Die Hard 2 for the first time, and I go, what's Granada? And my dad's like, just wait and see what happens. You know, like, I'm all, I'm so confused by that. And he's like, just wait. And then the next shot is the guy getting his throat. So I'm like, oh, that was the more important part. Granada. Yeah, that, so oh, it doesn't matter. Like, that's like when I watch movies with my wife, they're like, who's the guy he's referencing? I'm like, honestly, I've seen this movie before. It has nothing to do with it. <laughs> We're not going to stop. We're going. Yeah, yeah, go. yeah, sorry. Don't worry about that detail. <laughs> I love the uh, the cop psychologist who's like really he thinks like this is his fucking day to shine. And he's like he's going to kill you. Yeah, and he's just like like working up the profile. And uh, the guy could not be more wrong if he fucking tried. He's making his own movie. Like he's yeah. shooting a yep. movie alongside Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's like the mind of a killer or whatever. <laughs> he is, Where, you could just tell he's New York theater royalty. It's yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> He's so it's it's that's a fun role to yeah. be like egregiously wrong, <laughs> yeah. but weirdly enough, never receives the ire of McLean, which is kind of something you do want to see. Is McLean put his finger in that guy's face? Totally, like, throw right you don't back know at what him. the fuck. Blah, blah, blah. You yeah. know, like that's the shit I I like about even in two. When McLean is like, listen to me, free, you know, he yeah, has yeah. to like do some huge. Oh, he gesture. fires the fucking gun in the office and it's full of blanks because yeah. they won't shut up. Right, yeah, he sprays them with a fucking machine gun. Yeah, easy, dude. That's how Brandon, that's how Brandon Lee got it. Yeah. So just relax. <laughs> I know we're having a good time right now, yeah. McLean, but relax. Hey, McLean, pump the brakes. We got the crow stunt team working on this movie. You might want to be careful. <laughs> The crack crow stunt team. Landis approved all these guys. <laughs> Call them the choppers. <laughs> They're the best of the best. Most of the to time. To be fair, it looks very realistic once you capture it on film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hashtag release the Landis cut. Just a big bucket of blanks and murder bullets next to each other. And, it, and they're both labeled murder bullets. And he's like, I don't know. The blanks bullet. is in the pink uh, bucket. The murder bullets are in the fusion bucket. Okay. I'm sorry? Why do you even have murder bullets here? This is a movie. My favorite thing is how this movie, it's like it gets you right into it with that big explosion. You're like, holy shit. Okay, here we go. Totally. But also, like, they're acting like nothing big has happened in this day. Right at, until he has to go with the placard and they talk about the school. Like, it's kind of a normal day after a fucking middle of New York warehouse it's, blew up. Yeah, it's well, this, it's pre-9-11, dude. We were a, lo- a lot more easygoing about yeah. stuff like that back then. Like, oh, yeah. You oh, it's just a bomb. You could lose a few schools back then. <laughs> 400 <laughs> people dead. Well, I'm, I'm shocked they didn't make a bigger deal about the 14 uh, dump trucks went missing in Staten Island. They, it's kind of nice that they mention it right at the start as like an offhanded line and it comes back in a big way. Well, that's what's awesome. They're going through like trying to find out if there's any like crimes that they could link or yeah. like throughout the day. And before the dump trucks, he's like, yeah, there's like bodies piling up in Red Hook. That probably doesn't have anything to do with this. 
So there's like some like Jack the Ripper movie happening down in Brooklyn too. I, I in my head I pictured that they came on a boat and landed in Red Hook and had to kill whoever they had to kill. <laughs> oh, I see. And I thought it was just ham fisted, like, yeah, weird. A bunch of uh, red liquid has gone missing. Like they're just reading all the clues from the movie. It's like I don't think there's any crimes. There's just 15 missing dump trucks. Uh, someone robbed a, a bunch of quarters from a meter maid. <laughs> all the corpses are now naked because we're always putting on other people's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of our cop uniforms went missing. That's got nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Don't worry about it. The cop warehouse was robbed. Oh, uh, yeah. So Sam Jackson sees him and he's got the sign. And Sam Jackson just does not want this dude to get killed on his watch kind of a thing. Right. It's a cool character motivation. You know what I mean? It's not. He doesn't. He never likes McLean until the end, and it's a. It's that's a hard one to come back from anyway. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he sells it hard later on when he's like, "White cop gets shot outside my store." Yeah, shit hits the fa- like. It's yeah. Yeah, yeah, one cop killed in Harlem today. There's gonna be a thousand cops, all with itchy trigger fingers. He says, oh, "Yeah, yeah that, fuck it. that's the realest shit ever." <laughs> yes, like, exactly. Totally. The the thing that they predicted the most is not even like the downtown attack. <laughs> that's the thing they really get the most is the police's willingness to shoot people, and it's kind startling i was like oh a diehard movie that's saying something okay but it's also like this movie i think a little bit like sam jackson is portrayed as like he's a bit too reactionary like when bruce willis calls him a racist later in the movie you're you as the white guy supposed to be like yeah he's right and it's like nah it's fucking crazy like the whole reverse racism Uh, yeah it feels it reeks (laughs) of like that the year this movie came out (laughs) we're like we're like yeah you are being racist (laughs) this movie features a white guy telling black people they're racist (laughs) after wearing a sign that says what it says I don't care that a German terrorist made you do it, buddy. Yeah. You still wore that sign. Exactly. Yeah, right. You gotta live with that shit. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, the, there's the, the the criminal profile is totally wrong. Uh, the, the fun uh, explosion in a police station, which, again, like, it, it's not as not, not enough is made out of that. That's, that's yeah. a suspension. <clears throat> you know what, Charlie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're all on fucking pins and needles as it is, dude. Stop blowing up the floor in the office, please. And Char- he's having a ball with it, <laughs> yeah. too, though. And I'm sure Charlie has appropriate reactions towards his female co-worker. Charlie just feels like <laughs> the most problematic police officer. He's like, eh, fucking throw bombs, you know. I got... I, He's got nude. I, I bet you he has nude wallpaper on his lap. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt about it. What? It's funny. It's a, if you read the caption, it's funny. <laughs> it's not my fault you ignored the text. <laughs> exactly. It's you need a- the context, baby. <laughs> When when he does that, the woman I've never been able to understand what she actually says, but I think it's Charlie. You're going to be wearing that shirt up your ass. The chair. Oh, the chair yeah, up your chair. ass. What yeah. fucking chair? The, chair the one explodes. that explodes. Yeah, because they throw the a the, chair explodes. <laughs> yes. He throws like the pin with the yeah. both of the uh, yeah, liquids yeah, yeah. on it at a chair, and the chair flies. I've never noticed a chair flying at all because well, you got startled, just like everyone else in the room. <laughs> yeah, there was a big boom. And I don't know if it's because what happens later when uh, Charlie gets sprayed with that syrup. I've always kind of wanted to drink this liquid a little oh, bit. Yeah. Like it oh, looks kind yeah. of delicious. Not since Cool Water Cologne has there been something <laughs> that's dangerous that I wanted to drink so much in my life. Cool Water. I'm like uh, that was like came out in the early '90s when anything blue was like a fo- like oh right. blue blasters from Kool-Aid like you just like want blue beverages because it's just unheard of didn't they make a blue Mountain Dew too oh, they definitely I, did they definitely did wow. it was the Baja Blast I think oh, it's like kind of like a greenish blue yeah t- uh, only available at Taco Bell I feel like yeah man exclusive right. sodas that's something that exists Mountain Dew Bidet Blast Bidet Blast <laughs> Tastes great and cleans your ass, dude. It's an internal bidet. You drink it, and then it does all the work for you. Perfect. 
Uh, yeah, wipe, wipe until the paper's blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than my fucking code red. Yeah, right. <laughs> it will soak I, through. I didn't drink any code red. Uh-oh. Oh, to the doctor. That's not soda. Well, that'd be hilarious. You wipe your ass and it's like a toilet paper commercial. You're like, oh my God, this blue shit's on there. <laughs> The Charmin bears. Yeah, just exactly. like, oh. oh, I know. I've said it before. The Charmin. I don't. I'm not a fan of the Charmin bears. Oh, an animated cartoon about Dingleberries. <laughs> yeah. We've misidentified them as Cottonelle before. I just want to let viewers oh, it's know. Charmin. Yeah. Is that, yeah, yeah good. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it straight today. Well, I just we talk like... about toilet paper bears quite a bit. John. <laughs> right. I think I'm on the right podcast. <laughs> it's a problematic mascot, dude. Because you know that they just have fucking shit all. It's that disgusting. Bear hair asshole. Because we know a bear does shit in the woods. Yes. That's yes. a class. Classic mm-hmm. answer. That's the the idiom means yes. And he doesn't have to think about aiming. Yeah. Right. <laughs> go anywhere. And it is kind of funny on the part of the Charmin Corporation that bears, and we're talking about wiping mm-hmm. asses, they know what they're doing. Of course. They yeah. know what's up. I do, the, the part about the My High Knees Clean commercial, which I've seen 155 times. The bears saying My High Knees Clean? Yeah, he's dancing. He's, my High Knees Clean. <laughs> okay. Because like no, oh one wants to pick up, no one wants to pick up this underwear that the bear was presumably wearing at some point. They're like, ew, that kid's got fucking shit. <laughs> tracks in there. Well, total skid mark situation. Exactly. Yeah, stop, bears stop, underwear. Stop taking all the people paper. Use a leaf, goddamn bear. <laughs> you fucking bear. It's my people paper. Don't let these bears find out about baby wipes. We'll have severe <laughs> forest sewage situations going on. Supposed to be leave no trace. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, so... First uh, mission, they have to get to the phone up on 72nd Street. Yes. This is where we're humiliating an obese woman in the movie for sure. a little bit. Oh, yeah. The Graham Greene's got, got a line. Like, oh, she's about 300 pounds. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't right. know, man. Yeah, no, trust me, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that because I'm 300 pounds. <laughs> It's kind of great, though, because he's not even on the radio when they say that. Like, yeah. he's staring out the window. I'm like, who are you talking to? <laughs> that joke's for him and him alone. <laughs> he's just having a good time. I love I love a logistics movie in New York, too, as someone who lived there for a long time. It's yeah. really, like, there is a funness to, like, knowing how to get, like, to get to 72nd of Broadway. Totally. Is a hassle. Like, yeah. to get all the way down. Like I, And there's a lot of it in this movie, a lot of ham-fisted, like, at 5 p.m., you want to get all the way down there? Yes. It's like, hell yeah. <laughs> it's totally. not going to happen. That's for me. And then since moving to L.A. and rewatching like, Swingers and Heat and all these L.A. movies, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. Like, yeah. it, there's something. I got. I guess I got to travel the world and live in, I got to <laughs> live in Ridgemont High for a weekend. <laughs> just to get the full uh, feeling of every film. <laughs> if you live, if you. I lived in a basement in South Korea for <laughs> six years. <laughs> so I can really dig Parasite. <laughs> oh, man. It's just like the movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every night I had to shoo away a guy who was urinating on my stoop. Uh, yeah, so I always, when because this is 72nd and Broadway, it's right where the, the papaya is still there. Mm-hmm. I think about this movie that, every time is, I walk by there. Is that like the last remaining one? Because they've been shutting down across the city. Yeah, I think it's the last like legit one. Uh. Like the legit, like grays. End of an era. So John, don't come back. You, you no, stay out no, here. It's, it's, it's all, it's all not, over now. I'm not coming back for papaya king. <laughs> I want grays papaya. There's a hot dog shortage in New York. <laughs> That's why I left. <laughs> you caused it, then you left. Yeah. <laughs> they ran me out of town. Simon says leave. Simon says you've had too many wieners. <laughs> 
God, Jeremy Irons is so fucking cool in this. Yeah, he really like, is. He's yeah. dressed like Colonel Guile for most of it, which I kind of love. Like, it's Dude, got this the, tank top. Yeah, this blue tank top. Yeah, he's and got he's a, got. But it's like the weird kind of like spaghetti string, like female, like cami tank top, which yes. makes yes. it that much stronger. Of yeah, choice. the shoulders are a little thin on exactly. those straps. <laughs> he's actually the same rank as Guile, right? Because they mention he's like an, what the, my favorite detail about his past when the FBI and all that like yeah. they have the files on him. It's like. An obscure East German colonel. Uh, yeah, oh, you wouldn't Obsc- know him. Yeah, not yeah. one of the good ones. Yeah. One of the rare trading yeah. cards for yeah. the yeah. East yeah. German generals. So, yeah. you got to really love the East German military to know who this guy. Is. <laughs> yeah, no, this dude, he's a deep. And cut he's talking to two New York cops and an electrician. <laughs> <laughs> you might not know this Eastern European colonel. It's like they're like, yeah, no shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he served under the name Peter Krieg. Yeah, yeah. And then the reveal is the he was born Simon Peter Gruber. Oh shit! As an adult, it's like wow, that's kind of a, that's kind of cheap. But I love it. I loved it as a kid anyway, and it was just like, oh my god, they're brothers. It's like a yeah. And his last name Krieg means war, so that's oh, nice, nice alias, dude. <laughs> 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 Colonel War. <laughs> it fits, I guess. Hey, uh, sir, you can't. You just can't have this job. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we don't need Colonel War. I'm sorry, my name is Peter Violence. Uh, How would he be an obscure... Colonel, if his name was Colonel War, like oh, I know Colonel War, that guy's crazy. Well, yeah. that's how he got. That's how he became a colonel. It was like nepotism. Yeah. <laughs> well, that beats Doctor Ryan AIDS crisis or whatever. Like everyone's got. Like, well, I guess you're our doctor then. Police officer murder. The way that they reveal it though to him in the van, it's kind of like they should have given it two different scenes because they're like, yeah, he's this colonel, blah 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 blah, and then the dude in the back seat is like. By the way, that's not him at all. It's this name. And you're like, why didn't you just fucking say that first? It was so weirdly muddy. Or why not say it earlier, let him deal with it a little bit, and then get a clue that it might be Hans. It, exactly. Have him figure it out or something. And it's like, there's a ticking clock here, guys. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the fact that they, they're like racing to save a school from blowing up, and the guy in the back's going, <laughs> well, that's it's kind of like the Simpsons gag with the 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 guy the one karate guy isn't moving. He's like, "Come on, wait!" Because yes. there's this old guy in the back, and they're like, <laughs> yep. they keep on showing him. And you're like, "What's that guy gonna say? He's, He's gonna, gonna say, say something." something. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> He's got just Ben Gazzara's cousin in the back, <laughs> Andy Gazzara. <laughs> He said that he's got the sunglasses on, just stoically staring. It's, it's kind of a one-scene home run, though, because he's like, does the name Gruber mean anything? And then the music pulls in, yeah. you're like, this guy's going to be part of the movie, and he's <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. not. He's yeah. a walk-off homer right there. <laughs> exactly. They're like, you have one line in the movie, but it is Hans Gruber. <laughs> yes. Wait, I say the name Hans Gruber from two movies ago? Trust me. <laughs> <Really Leonard. good. laughs> I love that quick shot of showing Hans Gruber falling off. Yes! The- <laughs> that was, I forgot that that existed yeah. when they showed it. I'm like, why? Previously on Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. Did you forget who that was? <laughs> it's I, been 20 years since the movie came out. I just love the idea, uh, R.I.P. Alan Rickman, but when he was alive, just getting weird royalty checks on Die Hard with the video. Was I in that one? <laughs> <laughs> Hold oh, on. good. 17 cents. <laughs> Hooray. A spoon, you idiot. <laughs> My finest role, archival footage. <laughs> it's actually very good. You get a second paycheck. <laughs> oh, two bites of the apple. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that was solid. I, uh, little small running theme in the Die Hard movies. 
very weird POV for American uh, spies or FBI or government yes. agents. And the first one is the two Johnsons. Yes. And they're sort of like, this reminds me of Denang. And it's yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck is that guy's backstory? <laughs> Die Hard 2 has all the fucking paramilitary dudes. Yes. Everyone. And then in this one, it's like, who are these guys? One guy's trying to be alpha chewing on his glass. Like, yes. And they're all the sketchiest possible dudes. I love that. Like, it's like, we love cops, real cops, <laughs> yeah. street cops <laughs> who uh, willingly hand over all of their walkie talk. It's always a slobs versus snobs with the FBI. Yeah. And I never understand. Like, it's, it, it, they're fine. It's a two tier thing, though, because the one guy is from the FBI. And then the dude who's doing on the, his glasses, he's like, hi, I'm Bill from another agency. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Secret is this going agency, all the way to dude. the top? Yep. Yeah. Maybe it's a men in black thing. There's an alien involved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hans Gruber's not from this earth. <laughs> Does the name Voltron mean anything <laughs> to you? You dropped his eight-legged brother off of a building. <laughs> I mean, I feel like one more Die Hard with an alien. Because, like, you, you know, you're doing these things where it's like, ah, we'll just slap Die Hard on it. It's like literally like a John McClane of Space Command or whatever the fuck. Oh, that'd be, oh. I, I, think, I think we need to see Die Hard like in a nursing home, more or less. And, yes. and yeah. McClane is living there. Or McClane's in like a retirement or rehab facility. Something that... Because he Vista. was sort of in the first Die Hard playing like, oh, you know, God, I'm old. My back yes. hurts. Yeah. yeah. Life's hard for me. I'm I'm kind of on my way out. And then by he's gotten like more and more <laughs> athletic and alpha and yes. military training over the course. That's the thing is I want to see the movie in between three and four where he goes under the Wolverine operation. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fucking adamantium skeleton put into his bald body. <laughs> they they retconned for like, I mean, that's That's what it needs. McCl oh, McLean touched a fucking meteorite. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it cost him the rest of his hair, but now <laughs> worth it. <laughs> yeah, explain to me why that head is shaved. <laughs> Write that in. But now he can surf a jet. So hey, yeah, he could also fly. Uh, yeah, so they're just running around. This is when he has to go. This is the cool train explosion, which is actually a really. This is a great shot. You catch uh, the dude who won't get off the phone. You see who this guy is. Yeah. The New York State Lotto Jackpot yeah. is now oh, ten that million dollars. It's that fucking guy. Holy! Sh There's a lot of really weird. Like I caught like so many people who I. One of my favorite things about watching a 20 year old huge budget movie is just seeing the small person. Like oh, like one of the gang members is Artie Fuqua. Like the, oh wow, the comedian who was in the car with Tracy when that all in the bus with Tracy. Oh when that yeah, all yeah, 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 yeah. And then like the the. Construction foreman is the dude who's in like a million. He's fucking in the videos. he's uh, the boss on the wire or the yes, other yes, cop yeah, yeah. that they find in the gay bar. Yes, 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 yes that's yes. right. Yes, <laughs> it's totally that guy. the The cop who pulls the gun on Sam Jackson is a dude who's on Succession now. Oh, weird. He's on like seventeen episodes of Succession or some shit, it, playing like Cody or something. I don't know. That's one of the better parts of the movie. Like that's actually talking about what's going on like why are you putting the gun at a black guy that's just trying to get on the fucking phone like what right. are we what are we doing in the subways everybody that we <laughs> like, need cops pointing guns at people with it's the jump. same thing we're doing on the subways now back exactly. home dude it's jump, still happening yeah, jump the turnstile that's a death sentence they just arrested a woman the other day for selling fucking churros on the platform dude that shit's getting me yeah. pissed off like I, I don't live there anymore but that shit is the kind of shit that gets me so angry it's like we got a kid who jumped and turns off for like two fifty, and it's like, how does that help who society cares? in any way? 
Yeah, it's not helping the fucking billion dollar deficit in the system anyway. Yeah, it's not fixing the trains. All you're doing is going to put cameras in front of the goddamn <laughs> turnstiles. <laughs> Which you're just asking for people to fucking hit those with I golf clubs. I just want to see like the wanted photos of people's backs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we put those in the wrong place. <laughs> Fuck. There's like three months out of the year where it's like, we're looking for a guy in a black jacket and hat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. like, it's, it's New York. No yeah. one, Everyone wears black coats and hats and scarves for uh, he, fucking four months they, out of the year. You're never going to get Anyone. He had a messenger bag. Okay. Would have just broke this wide open. <laughs> and if you see him, make a citizen's arrest, I guess. Yeah. What am I supposed to do with this information? What am I doing? You do it. You're the cop, not me. But this guy is ready to fucking kill him for sh- answering a goddamn telephone. And guess what? There's a German terrorist on the other end, dude. <laughs> the the fuck? The thing I like about Die Hard movies, and this it's v- very much on display in this movie too, is that like each set piece in Die Hard with a Vengeance would feel like the third act set piece of another action. Yeah, movie, yeah, right? yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, he, they're doing like eight fucking huge events, and this train thing yes. is so huge. And I'm watching the movie, and I'm like, oh my god, right, the fucking train part. Like, yes. it is not even in my head that because it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, because yeah. yep. there's so much other shit going on. But they're like, yeah, of course, we got a train stunt, a boat stunt, a plane stunt. What do you need? We got them all. Like this tiny little train subway thing is the end of Under Siege Two. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's the whole ending of that. It's movie. all of Dark Territory. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it, um, McLean throws the bomb off. It's a huge explosion. It looks awesome. Yeah, um, it looks really there was good still. Nice, how there's no way of them making it there. It was meant to go off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really I, re- I really, wish that uh, he was walking the bomb out and there was just like a group of kids like, what time is it? It's showtime. He's like <laughs> trying to get around a group of kids breakdancing. Like... <laughs> he has to throw it over some kid's yeah. split. No, yeah, I'm, not, right. I'm not buying any gummy bears right now. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't need any peanut M&M's. I should probably stop and tip this guy. Hi, my name is John McClain, and I'm an NYPD officer, and I'm selling bomb juice. (laughs) Don't you want to drink this delicious red liquid from my basketball team? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so it goes off. It's kind of great. Um, he's a fucking maniac right here. He's laughing coming out oh, of the yes. rubble. And that's, again, that's my John McClane. It's like he somehow uh, escapes death, but is massively hurt, but is laughing about it. Just that's, laughing yeah. off, yes, dude. Yes. Yeah. The real tough guy. The, the two things John McClane does best is is be hurt <laughs> and sniff out something weird. Yes. And yes. Like, I just want, and I love that this movie features several <laughs> big versions of like, Wait a minute, lucky lotto number, huh? Yeah. You know? yep. Oh yeah, sixty nine ninety one every yeah. week. And then watching that scene—not to jump ahead, but when watching that scene, it's like they're really ham fisted. It's raining dogs and cats. You know? <laughs> yes. Like, oh, there's way more clues in this than I remember. <laughs> the worst one is when the guy's going and he's like, "Now we're going into the lift." Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one that stood out hard. Yeah. I don't know, man. Another pretty uh, huge warning sign is Detective Otto. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, yes, Detective Otto. Do you think uh, Clinton will do another term as premier? Or no, I, you I know, mean, I'm the American man. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, McLean fakes a sneeze, and then they all say "gazoontight" and he <laughs> shoots them all. That is a fucking the the dude's head exploding in that scene is so delightful. It's a fucking Gallagher bit, dude. That guy's melon goes. It's fucking aw- like I mean all the violence in this movie holds up. Like, yeah. For sure. It looks cool. Yep. I love it's pra- like practical, it looks dangerous and shit like that. squibs all over the place, no CGI. I love squibs, dude. I love <laughs> 
gunshot. I love gunshot wounds. <laughs> I want Sometimes to... I just go down to the emergency room <laughs> yeah. and wait with my fingers crossed. I love gunshot wounds. It's my favorite part of movies and my favorite Pornhub search term. That's <laughs> <laughs> the insane tab on Pornhub. Totally. <laughs> you she won't has... last five seconds looking at these gunshot wounds. Well, it is an orifice. Uh-huh. <laughs> I... Well, it is. <laughs> Time for my catchphrase. <laughs> well, it is an orifice. <laughs> and, of course, we're selling, well, it is an orifice t-shirts at weatemovies.com slash shirts. This is our T-Public store, please. It's, it's Eric beginning to unbuckle his belt. <laughs> well, it is an orifice. Now you know someone's going to fucking do yeah, it. And I might so wear that strong. t-shirt. <laughs> I might wear that t-shirt. <laughs> My favorite act of violence in this is towards the end when they're, the cable snaps and that dude gets cut in half. Holy oh, shit. And so you see cool. the top half of him go flying. Oh, so uh, nice. And then they do the fucking little gag with uh, carrying him, which yes. is such a funny moment. I never picked up on that previously yeah. watching this movie. That part hits so hard Again, for and you're an electrician, and now you're in, like, fucking a death squad moving <laughs> fucking halves of bodies around. Yeah. This doesn't happen when I'm fixing radios. <laughs> I will say thing is, he's so good at it. That's why I want a Samuel L. Jackson Die Hard movie. It's but, just crazy that he never gets a chance to be an electrician. And, like, that, it right, feels like something. in a movie that does so many, like, ham-fisted setups to payoffs, yeah. to not have one moment where, there, like, some electricity, is like, knowledge is required. The, the only time he uses it oh, is when he starts that car with the screwdriver, and he's like, it takes too damn long. I was like, that's a fucking good line. That takes too fucking long. A, that's a great moment, because he's saying, like, okay, yeah, I know I've been yelling at you about black people, but, yeah, some of us have stolen cars. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 he's saying, like, yeah, 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 I, okay, shut up, you know? <laughs> Sometimes maybe I am the racist one. Thank you, John. <laughs> My reverse racism is I'm really learning about it today. I, this white cop helped me understand I'm a total racist. <laughs> I'm gonna go into therapy. He's now. going back to Harlem. He's like, guys, honestly, you need to talk to the white cops. They're really teaching me a lot. Everyone is like, Zeus, what the fuck happened to you today? You were with that guy with that. T- I mean, again, like tomorrow, <laughs> right. you need to have a town hall meeting. Like, listen, guys, I know the guy with the sign and I are really good friends now but i i have if you follow this powerpoint slide i will tell you what happened well tell your friend john to take that photo down as his tinder profile <laughs> he's really limiting his yeses no he likes the way it, it makes his silhouette look he looks his hair looks great <laughs> i uh about the cable scene it is the most and speaking of the visceral viscerality of the violence the thing about the cable going into his armpit, yes, has, yeah. and he's got like cable splinters in there. Has always it's like a top five like cringy like I think and I feel about that moment. Oh kind of, hell yeah, yeah! Well, he just, fucking pulls one out with his teeth. He's got like straightened paper clips yeah, stuck yeah. through his fucking back. It's so stressful. Armpit violence is something I can't handle. That's, that's where that's where well, that's in a ton it is of an orifice. <laughs> it can be. Um, did you guys? As many times as I've seen this movie, and as much as I love puzzles, every time the fucking water jug thing comes I up, I can't I'm like, understand. I it. wait, hold on. <laughs> I never remember what this it one, is. I have a seizure and fall down. <laughs> I guess I'm blowing up. <laughs> like fuck <laughs> this. Try to make me do math. Get but even when, as they say water the, math at that, as, as they say the solution in unison, I'm still like that doesn't work, does it? Like I'm still not there. <laughs> I think I've seen people online say that it doesn't actually oh, okay. check out. Like it's a total error in how they cut it together <laughs> or what, whatever. What did the Riddler say to them about the what the uh, four legged? Uh, what has four legs that is always ready to travel? Uh, that's an elephant, I guess. I had no idea. Is I that guess. a thing? Because it carries its trunk. 
Oh shit! It's got its trunk with it. Shit! Wow! Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Don't you have any kids, McLean?" Yeah, (laughs) he's like, "I've been firing blanks since Nakatomi." (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, I do have kids. Thank you for reminding me what a horrible father (laughs) I am. I don't pay attention to them. (laughs) Right in those sequels, the kid comes back. Right, both of the kids come back in in, across various sequels. The potato is one, and Mary Elizabeth Winston's the other. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Again, and maybe it's a money thing, but how did you not get Sam Jackson back for either of those sequels? Just like exactly, you brought. Uh, uh, Al Cowling's back a few times. He's in the, just the first two, right? He picks up a fucking phone in that second movie for two seconds. He's like, oh, hey there, John McClane. Yeah, I'll send you this fax. I have to get back to the set of Family Matters now. <laughs> <laughs> Al Powell. Al Powell, sorry. But yeah, I, 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 I would love just some sort of... I mean, and... It's not like these movies ever have any credulity whatsoever at all. Like, oh, you're on the same flight as me. Who would have guessed? Oh, no, it's another adventure. That's all I need. They right. got, uh, uh, it happens to be Sam Jackson's kids' school. Yeah. And they're both in school in the same life. <laughs> That's how it works. Kids from different grades constantly hanging out with each other. Oh, all the love time. Each- yeah, even yep. if your older brother is like, not pretending he doesn't know you at that time. <laughs> it should be a one-room schoolhouse. Right. Like a, like Gather around. Time. Graham Greene's going to help us. We're going to have to watch him run on camera though <laughs> this is, that is, yeah bad news Graham you're gonna have to run on camera uh read my contract again because I, I don't think you want me running on camera that whole thing his, is his fat face slamming against that door always makes me laugh oh, oh you my see god the jiggle, it's great you really do and it's the clear stunt double hops over that fence like spider-man and then it cuts back to Graham Green on the ground I'm gonna go out at Pornhub and search for Graham Green jiggle because <laughs> he goes, he goes when, uh, when the school's about to blow up he goes up to the ledge he's like yeah i can't make that he yeah, accepts this is his too own much there's a right boulder there. going over the ledge here <laughs> I, buddy. I can't make that both kids sprint fast <laughs> leap over completely the female cop just leaps so everyone's fine <laughs> i'll stay here to save someone wow there's no way i can make whoo, whoo, we got it yay everyone's having fun they're landing like with 10 feet of room and, shit. and then it's it actually does explode you get like a wily e. coyote mother it's just like he's not alone on it he holds up a sign yes Oh, we that should cut to the overhead Die Hard oh, 2 yes. plane ejection shot. Oh. Graham Greene shooting into the air. <laughs> Face jiggling as he fires over the top of the Slowly PS-128. Burning. Yeah, arms ripping off of his body. It's like insane violence. <laughs> that fucking fire drill plan is one of the worst ideas anyone's ever created. He's like, all right, entire school, sprint out the yeah, door And you're telling now. these kids, like, okay, now stay there. And when we say the word, you run like fucking hell. <laughs> run like fucking hell. And then he stands there, he's like, God! Oh, and he's like just slapping them on the back. It's yeah. like that's the most terrifying way. It's like put the and as anyone who has been fat in school knows, yes. it sucks to be the fat yes. slogan. It's like you're getting trampled by your fucking athletic classmates as you die in a fucking explosion. That makes perfect. Yeah, some kid would have fallen and been trampled for sure. And also like. What about the kids in the back? Because it's like we're afraid, um, you know, if they see people leaving, they're gonna blow the school. It's like, all right, I'll get the honors program in front <laughs> yeah. and just go back yeah. from there. Oh, I'd be in the back. Oh, no, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Hey, uh, Gabrus, <laughs> further. This is the janitor's <laughs> closet. Help him. <laughs> no, it's fine. You'll shield us from the blast. Zadek, we're doing uh, reverse size order. You're in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Tallest first. Wait, what? That's never the case. Stupid, get back there. You're fat and stupid. <laughs> Hey, Kevin, why don't you continue uh, searching the school for more kids? <laughs> you never know. 
Hey, Gabriel, stop lapping up that big puddle of corn syrup. And- <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to leave. It's delicious. <laughs> I love that bomb diffusing stuff, and then it just breaks open and sprays. Oh my god, it just gets face. a fucking facial. It's awesome. Yeah. It's weird though. The the terrorists were willing to just blow up a bomb on the subway. Yeah, yeah. not the one in the school. Like there, a lot of their mission con- confused me because yeah. the subway one, like it screws with the alarms at the Federal Reserve, right? Because it had to go off down there. Yeah. Right? Okay, that makes sense. And he says something. He's like, "I'm a soldier, not a monster." But he would have killed fifty uh, random commuters. Yep. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Which yeah. oh, also yeah. could include children. FYI, children ride the subway. Yeah, but it's, right. it's early in the morning. Also, yeah, they're going to school. And also, the fucking that's a store in the beginning. At least three hundred are dead. <laughs> oh, that's what are you talking about? That's true. <laughs> I'm a soldier, not a monster. Oh, no, I'm a monster. Yeah, okay. I'm a bit of a monster. <laughs> yeah, you got me dead to rights. I mean, I lapped Manson like 60 times. <laughs> I do kind of love him that you don't see him until like 55 minutes in or whatever. I think I clocked it at like a solid four or five. Yeah, yeah to nice. get that tank top. But, you, but the, you know, all the phone stuff is nice. What a nice voice. Well, I mean, that's that's the ultimate casting. It's like you're picking someone who right. is going to be on the phone for the most of the movie. They better have that fucking liquid butter voice. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's so perfect. Because <laughs> Rickman kind of had the same thing because he's on the walkie-talkie. Even yeah, though you right. see Rickman through a lot yeah. of the movie, right. yeah. he is over walkie-talkie through a lot of it. And it's the same just, oh, it's just And like great casting velvet. for siblings. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Right? Like, I'd I'd buy to- it. like a total ret- retcon that I completely buy that they're in the same yeah, family. Br- yeah. Br- British people as Germans. It's a long-standing <laughs> tradition. Right? In Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> which, which movie would you rather see, assuming it's, it's a fantasy world? Would it be the Vega Brothers movie that uh, Tarantino always teased with uh, Michael Madsen and Travolta? And Travolta. Or... The, or the or are we talking about the Grubers? The Gruber I'm watching movie. the Grubers. Yeah, man. yeah. Oh Gruber hell bros. yeah, the Gruber Bros. <laughs> Just getting into it. Yeah. Just starting up in some obscure Eastern Germany <laughs> <Yeah>. army. Like, <laughs> exactly. Dude, do the whole do a whole family saga that like stealing loaves of bread in the rubble or something. <laughs> but it's all like, oh, we're gonna blow this thing up, and the other guy's like, no. We're going to pretend to blow it up and then steal the money. That's a great idea. Let's do that for the rest of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family of fake outs, dude. <laughs> Called the Gruber scam. <laughs> because that's what, once he knows it's a Gruber, he's like, no, they pretended to steal the money. They, they, they actually stole the money. Like, he knows that they're not going to blow it up because that's what the family does. Right, yeah. He's like, no, they're too smart for that. It's got to be another thing. It's got to be another thing. It's yeah. not this theft, you know. Yeah. I like... These movies do not feature enough people going, Jesus Christ, John, really? This is happening to you? Again? <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, totally. I feel like his friends would be like, dude, I feel like I really feel bad for you. Like, this is <laughs> insane. Like, but meanwhile, the the way that the fucking bosses are like, oh, McLean, you're a nightmare. And it's like, this dude has done so fucking much. Yes. When does he get his due from people? Yeah, when are people like, thank you, McLean, you've stopped two legendary terrorist attacks now? Well, geez, I didn't believe in curses before, John. But... <laughs> right. hey, John, where the fuck were you on September 11th? Right. <laughs> Could have fucking used you. But Come out like... to the coast, September 11th. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. I, I am deputizing John McClain. <laughs> Get in that rubble. I do think, though, like... Um, you hear about those cops that never draw their guns. Like, yeah, again, like John McClane saved 600 people in three movies and <laughs> killed like 40 terrorists. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like 20 lifetimes worth of cop careers. <laughs> yeah, and he's not like a decorated hero with yes. his own like history channel show. <laughs> he's like a hated New York cop alcoholic. Like, I, 
I'm I'm on Holly Gennaro's side for every movie. Yes. Except at some point you got to be like, we should go see your dad. I think he, <laughs> things are hard for him. You know, he's watched yeah, he's his family gonna, almost he's, die. He's almost. got a medal of freedom. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> he needs to mail her a fucking PTSD packet. Like, yeah. this is what this is. Yeah. yeah. He needs, like, he needs to have, like, the Bosch life. Like, yeah. where he should have, there should have been a movie made about McLean yes. in the reality of Die Hard. So now he's wealthy because he sold his life rights and he lives in some like <laughs> that's the premise of Bosch. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? I was about to ask. This is the Amazon show? Yeah, the Amazon show, which I'm a huge fan of. Uh and uh it's if it's it's fucking dad TV to yeah, the oh, for sure. I yeah. love dad TV. I'm a huge dad TV guy. Four dads by dads. <laughs> and uh this uh, he a previous Bosch book has been licensed and made into a movie which b- bought his life rights. So he's wealthy in the show. He's an LA cop. He's a Hollywood cop, but he's wealthy and lives in like this glassed in mansion in Franklin Village. It's <laughs> oh, awesome. Wow. I always wow. love r- the rich cop trope. It's just like he's, he's, a, he's a genius billionaire that solves crime in his spare time like will smith in uh, bad boys he's like he's oh a, yeah totally like lowry drives yeah. like a porsche yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh he's just corrupt yeah <laughs> i appreciate that bosh got ahead of that yeah it's and it's <laughs> such a it's, a it's a really funny gag to be like oh this hero is rich because he did something previously heroic that was so heroic they made it into a movie. <laughs> Which makes sense. Maybe they, they could have gone that way for Die Hard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. McLean yeah. should just be genuine. He's yeah. like, everyone should know who he is anyway. Exactly. Like it, especially in the later movies, it's post-internet. Everyone, Everywhere he goes, people should be like, holy shit, John McLean. Yes, the super cop of the world. Yeah. At yeah. the very least, Fox News commentator. Oh, very oh, easy. Well, very least. Th- that's the hardest part about watching a, with between action boys and my love of old action movies watching and then seeing these like action movies played out as like, no cops should have guns in case terrorists ever pretend to be cops and take the federal reserve. You're like, wait a minute. What? (laughs) There's Grubas. uh, They're coming in through the Southern caravan. We've got a family of Grubas. They're bad dudes. They're bringing schnitzels. They're bringing strudels. They're everywhere. Obscure Eastern European colonels are attacking us. This country is drowning in huge pretzels. <laughs> That's why the guy fucking brings an AR-15 to a Hardy's Jr. to feel safe. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know where the Grubers are at. I was so disgusted to see that stein of beer. I thought it was urine, and I got so excited. Look, I go out to a fucking Chick-fil-A to get a delicious chicken sandwich. I don't bring my AR-15. Next thing I know, there's a bunch of Grubers there getting sandwiches. <laughs> oh, man, if it was open season on German-looking dudes, I'd be long dead. <laughs> I, yeah, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that stuff comes back See, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mother. <laughs> uh, Muti. <laughs> I love how they dance around acknowledging the first movie in front of John McClane in this movie. When they're in the van and oh, he's yeah. like, uh, you know, Nakatomi. And the fucking chief is like, the what? And the guy's like, the thing in the building. The thing, in, don't let him hear you say it too loud. The thing in the building in L.A. It's like he fucking remembers. I've worked Remember with that jo- national tragedy that happened? What yeah, do you that, think all that, the that drinking thing. is for? If I work with fucking John McClane, I know Nakatomi Towers. I just know the name of it. He went on the Tonight mm. Show the next week. <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay. He's like, oh, please welcome to the stage. <laughs> so, John, tell me a little bit about Nakatomi, huh? Tell me a Nakatomi, Nakatomi. Oh, Jay. Boop, boop, boop. Doodly doop. Oh, nice. The rare Kevin Eubanks impression. <laughs> I'm not afraid. I love it. 
I do like when when Zeus is like, "What were they talking about, Nakatomi?" And he and McLean's like, "I forget the exact line, but it's casually like, eh, I bounced his brother off the fiftieth floor." <laughs> <laughs> He's super low key about it. Like, oh, cool! I'm hanging out with a murderer. Awesome! They're like jogging together. But even he would know about it. Like Zeus would know who he is. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like it's it's like calling like Waco that thing that happened in Texas. <laughs> and and the whole movie takes place in Waco, and yeah. everyone keeps referring to it. Yeah. You know the culty thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Simon Koresh, David Koresh's brother. <laughs> yeah, burned his little brother up in a compound. Oh, that's He's really a sore about it. It's the heroic ATF officer that burned all those branches. Wait a minute. Do you think the other agency is ATF? <laughs> oh, yeah, he won't say it out loud. Yeah. Um, uh, we're for, uh, uh, agency. You know that thing in Texas? Wake up. <laughs> We work with firearms. <laughs> really, the first two are sort of completely legal now. <laughs> <laughs> We've been just talking a... about name changes for a while. <laughs> it's got to suck if you're assigned to the A or T department at the ATF. <laughs> you're like, what division are you? Oh, I'm ATF agent. Oh, sick. Yeah, well, I'm with the DIP protocol. <laughs> what? Busting We're stopping to chewing tobacco? <laughs> Hunting the Skull Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Busting a guy making bathtub gin. Yeah, I chase moonshiners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've thrown a thousand red solo cups in the garbage. <laughs> well, now I'm just imagining somebody arresting the Sklar brothers by accident. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad joke. I'll yeah, take I know. It. No, I like it. It's fine. It's totally fine. I was like, do I do a Sklar brothers impression here? Yeah. And I like, I don't have one. <laughs> I was like, that'd be a funny. No, 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 no. Back now, off. <laughs> they also seem like nice guys. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Like we're we're running around. This is when like yeah, um, McLean goes full on McLean because also not only does uh, Irons not show up for an hour, but like McLean killing people with guns doesn't happen for a long. Like, the first hour of the movie is this. We're bomb. solving puzzles. Yes, right, and then yeah. we're finally. This well, that's the- how you. Re- that's when you realize that this is a rewrap of a yeah. Die Hard movie. Yeah, right? yep. like there's no, there's not. He's never. The other thing that is missing from the first two movies too is his like. Uh, ham-fisted like alphaness like yes. literally like oh this guy's got little feet and long hair you yeah know oh I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, there's like it's missing that element and then but it feels like the back half of this movie was rewritten when it was become a diehard and they're like well yep. we gotta have McLean blowing some people away it's like get him in the elevator get yeah. him shooting this guy shooting that guy the, yeah. fu- the, the freeway chase or whatever happens oh right and that's yeah. like so, super out of I don't know what movie that is but it's a lot of fun <laughs> right what, when they're driving up like the, uh, the, the sawmill yeah, yeah oh, oh why are we going to Westchester in this movie <laughs> we because are because they're going to the Bronx right yes, to yeah, the they're Yankee going to the Stadium <laughs> oh, and then right. the aqueduct Oh the yeah the, uh, the oh the racetrack no, no. no I do love the truck driver that has all the answers and yeah. it's like such I don't know what again what movie he's dude, in dude he's Chris Farley in Wayne's World too yeah he is. Deus Ex <laughs> truck driver <laughs> well that is like a funny like New York trope it's like do you have any question about New York yeah someone will shout the answer in your face like some, some gentle blue collar man but yeah he and that was our fucking uh, Dennis Farina's long lost twin or, yes, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? like they were yeah. like Farina Farina's not available. It's like, Farina, Farina refuses to do anything but a Chicago accent. They're like, all right. Well, he's got this cousin who lives in Sheepshead Bay. <laughs> he's got his New York Union equivalent. Yeah. Practice. <laughs> I love that character. I love the whole fucking sequence in the, in the trucks. It's like, that's... 
we're jumping around so much, and I keep I don't even know what order all these stunts happen yeah. in, but there's so fucking many. They're so cool. The, the, the thing you o- I always forget about this movie is the crazy uh, the tunnel gets flooded moment. Yes, and he gets shot out like a fucking like 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 a little rocket. It's hilarious. <laughs> you can just see Samuel Jackson driving like on the sawmill, and he looks and he pops like boop, and he goes flying. You can see him be like, "That's not in this movie." <laughs> so that's impeccable timing. <laughs> you go this way i'll go this way and somehow we'll arrive at the exact same time right when you explode out of this hole i was driving actually from do the right thing uh, (laughs) i don't know how i got up here but good timing yeah i gotta get back to the radio station (laughs) (laughs) i gotta go tell people it's hot out i'll be right back i forgot about the car chase part where they're in that little shitty car yes and then when they they a guy in the fucking gray benz gets well and then they were like at the unspoken thing is like well that's a nicer car <laughs> like, get out and rob that guy and he's like he's gonna be pissed he's like not when he looks in the back seat and oh, you're the- like oh the fucking gold bar and it's a great Jackson delivery of that was my gold bar it was oh, so right. good yeah. that gold bar robbery is awesome they got that that drill going into into the bank vault and, oh. and Katya comes out with that knife and she fucking that guts dude. that dude like a pig wow that's Amazing. something that's- it, goes, it goes on for a while too I love it I- yeah that dude who has Shotgun shells to spare. (laughs) And a scream to beat the band. That dude is fucking cowering to scream. I I love when he radios upstairs to get help and he's like, hey man, you know, maybe you'll live through this. Okay. (laughs) Just chill out. (laughs) You you can tell he's like, fuck, that guy sounds bad. Uh, so he's hey, dead. dude, That's you're great. not the star of your the action movie. You're just the fat security guard. You're going to get killed. I'm telling you, just chill out, dude. And I love it. Uh, I love a bloodthirsty female sidekick. Oh, totally. like, yeah. Who doesn't speak in this movie? I didn't realize she doesn't say a word. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, there's a weird detail. I only caught this. I've seen this movie a thousand fucking times. They mentioned when they're going through the little brief on both yeah. of them or whatever. They make some passing reference to like, oh yeah, we kind of think she was killed in an explosion yeah, last right. week in, a, in yeah. a pillow bomb or <laughs> yeah. a bomb between the between sheets the or sheets. something. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Which is and that I I caught it this time for the first time and yeah. then noticed she's like all scarred up on her. Yeah. I wonder if By she like the can't. Talk. Oh, that's yeah. kind of yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, and that would make sense why Simon would be into it. <laughs> I, I, I noticed. I could those, do all the talking. <laughs> those scars when they're about to have sex with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a sex scene that I'm like, man, you this movie's over you with. Need... Excuse me. That's the problem with this movie is that towards the end, I feel like it's it slags a little bit there. With, yeah, I don't with need to that. watch this like celebratory fucking and the copter stuff at the end. I'm just like the movie's uh, John McClane's on a payphone having aspirin. The movie's over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that is like the the most de-heightening part of the movie yeah. is when where it's like the tag of like, sorry, pal, you're busted. And it's like, it's I don't give a fuck about this at this point. No, yeah. exactly. The, the, all the urgency is out. Like they could, they might as well buy another country. That's cool. They won. Right. It's fine. <laughs> you know, the diehard franchise could use like an empire strikes back. Just let Simon win. <laughs> yeah. Well, like let, let them start. buy that country. And then McLean has to kill. A whole yeah. Country. He like <laughs> lands in it by like, his plane crashes. No, I'm in Gruberville. <laughs> I was going to call it Gruberville, yes! <laughs> Welcome to Gruberville. Do you think uh, uh, Jeremy Irons is constantly calling his girlfriend? <laughs> She's like, just sitting there silent on the other phone. He's like, Simon says, <laughs> you can respond now. <laughs> Yes, welcome to Grubaville, where the the currency is riddles. (laughs) (laughs) I love the shot to wherever, like this big tanker that they're on or whatever. And all of a sudden, the Gruber gang is like 
back to 300 large. Yes. Like, oh, where yeah, did yeah. all these fucking soldiers come from? I think from? they were hanging out in Canada. These are the guys yeah, that yeah. are getting they, things ready. Everyone had all different jobs. They're yeah. all finally getting back together. You know, they're <laughs> yeah. all finally it like. It took a lot to do that, like pilot that boat or whatever yeah. the fuck. And there's all the gas guys gassing up those yeah, trucks. Yeah, just the guy in the boat that has to hoot and holler at the victory <laughs> ceremony. That's all I want, man. Sign me up for Gruberville, but I'm just be hooting and hollering in the back. You guys do the killing. I'll like pass uh, the beer out. I, I do love when the tall dude um, who is, is Targo or Targo, Targo yeah. which is a great fight, but also he like realizes like we're not actually blowing up the gold, and like Gruber's like, oh fucking course not. No, yeah, let's pretend to do that and then have the but gold. I thought you were the Joker. I thought this was to send a message. <laughs> You told me you wanted to watch the world burn. You lied. You lied. I always find uh, those fight hand-to-hand combat fights against minions towards the end of action movies yes. are sort of a little flat because we haven't established that Targo is good at all yes. in fighting. Yeah. We do know that he's an explosives expert, which kind of leans you away from like, he's probably not a hand-to-hand combat yeah. guy if he's a scientist. <laughs> but he is six foot nine. Yes. So I guess yep. we gotta have him score. He's the most intimidating physical figure. Yeah. I guess let's put him against fucking McLean. Because like McLean versus uh, Simon versus Gruber, yeah. that sort of makes sense physically because yes, totally. it's like he's ex-military but he is old and McLean but of course McLean is like uh, good enough to fist fight anyone yes. so it's like oh get Targo in here <laughs> it's always been kind of funny though because like this dude's calling me oh little bunny rabbit come here rabbit and then McLean like by the end of the scene McLean is whipping this dude with a huge like chain that can dock a boat <laughs> right <laughs> Well, I also love that the idea of being tall means you're unstoppable. It's like he stabs him in the leg. He's like, that does not hurt me. I'm like, no, you're just like six and nine. Like, you, you're actually probably more frail. The 80s and 90s movies where, like, size was such a premium. Like, I wish I was alive. I could have been in fucking 12 action movies. Where it's just like, this is the toughest guy in the town. And it's just like a fat, un- yeah. no muscular development yeah, whatsoever. Oh, like, all the guys in Roadhouse are, like, famous. Like, they're all, like, with the exception of Swayze, everyone's just, like, big, fat. Like, they're all... Uh, fucking grips and like sound guys. They all wear <laughs> denim overalls. Yeah. That's a Hollywood tradition. Like back in the in the forties and the fifties, like a detective movie back then. All the heavies yeah. are just super fat guys. And right. Yeah. <laughs> if Ted Danson had just bulked up, he would have owned the 80s. I feel. <laughs> guy's like 6'7", isn't he? <laughs> hey, Danson, we got to get Danson on HGH. <laughs> oh, my God. A Jack Ted Danson. That's kind of Welcome to the good place. <laughs> I'm Becker. <laughs> oh, You're Becker me. here? We're in the bad place. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Becker, dude. Yes. Oh fuck yeah! So they're what they're on this boat. Yeah, they, they, they the find real the boat. bomb is yes. there. Yeah, and the real bomb is there. This is a weird like Sam Jackson is given this automatic weapon. McLean's like, yeah, you're fine. Just go on your own. Hunt, hunt this fucking terrorist down. McLean almost gets Zeus killed because he's like <laughs> yes. just point and pull the trigger. Don't worry about safeties or anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. He, well, that's the thing is he, he goes, how do I use a gun? And a joke about a black guy and a gun. Blah blah blah. And then he shows him how to do it, and then. Jackson's even like, is that all there is? And he's like, yeah, that's all there is. No, you're missing the safety part, which is going to get me fucking murdered, Big dude. detail, big yeah. detail. Yeah. Also, that scene, that line right there is one of the most famously awesome uh, television edits of all time because the line in the movie oh, yeah. is, not all brothers know how to use guns, you racist motherfucker. And in the TV edit, he goes... Uh, not all brothers know how to use guns, you racist melon farmer. <laughs> because in Die Hard 1, it's yippee ki melon farmer. Yeah, they, well. they brought yeah. it back. Yeah. They brought it back. Like a 
Gallagher's watching at home, loving it. Anytime, anytime TV edits come up, I talk about my favorite TV edit of all time. So I just got to bring it up Please. to you guys. The film Great Outdoors. Uh-huh. There's a scene at the end where all the family is telling each other to blow it out their ass. Blow it out your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Blow it out your. You blow it out your ass. In the TV version, they switch ass with someone saying, and this is the exact read. Kazoo, <laughs> but they only did had one person do it for everyone, so everyone is like, "Blow it out your kazoo! You blow it out your kazoo!" And it's the same kazoo every time. It's such an insane fucking That's scene. Awesome. Yeah. There's a lazy dub like that for the TV cut of The Good Son with Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood, where he's hanging him off the fucking cliff and he goes, "Don't fuck with me!" And he's like a little like ten year old kid. They got some dude, like a fucking baritone from the opera to come in to say fool. So it's Macaulay Culkin like, don't fool with me. (laughs) Fucking modulate that. Do anything. My favorite is... uh, Just curse at this point. Just curse on TV. If if your brain is registering the curse anyway, it's the same difference. Yep. Uh, is in the beginning of Scarface. It's how did you get that scar tough guy eating pineapple? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually what I I wish that that happened. Oh no, this pineapple! Oh, I just caught me face. Eating this delicious pineapple. <laughs> Trying to eat through the can. <laughs> the Scarface prequel. <laughs> Today I am on not vacation the... in Hawaii. <laughs> exactly. Today I am a drug dealer on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Bleeding from his mouth. Mr. Montana, we rush you to the Hawaiian emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they get tied up and stuff. They're going to blow. Uh, it, uh, he, he shoots. Uh, Irons shoots Jackson in the leg. What is this donut that Jeremy Irons is eating in this scene? It's a hard-boiled egg. Oh, is, is that what worse. it is? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, that's disgusting. He's like eating as he's killing this guy? Yeah. Can I get a glass of water really quick? Yeah, yeah. and since this is a fucking hard-boiled egg, I definitely need something to drink. I cannot speak. All right. I can't throw any riddles this way. This is like terrible. Oh, I put salt on it, too. Oh, sorry. Could you get me some peanut butter, actually? I need to clean this up. <laughs> Simon says more salt. <laughs> Can I have some uh, flour with this egg? <laughs> yeah, so he shoots him in the leg. He's down for the count. Uh, they're tied to this bomb. Yeah. Uh, which always makes me think of the fucking M&M's commercial before the movie. Oh, right. Right? They're all like tied up and then the phone rings and all the M&M's get pissed off that they ruined the movie. Oh, right. And then the yes. yellow one has to pull its peanut out to save them. Let <laughs> <laughs> me bite off part of this shell. <laughs> The green one is like, I'll suck off the officer that's watching us. <laughs> it's like, you're so horny, green M&M. Oh, the sexy, horny M&M. I love her. I've never, I've never been okay with it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, why am I watching this hard? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Guarantee, I, I, I haven't done it, but I think if you typed in green M&M, uh, green, green M&M on deviant art, you're going to see something. Oh, oh totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think if you type that into Google, you're going to see something. <laughs> oh. I think if you type GR into my search bar and auto completes. <laughs> green M&M green M&M and white guy. Green M&M, green M&M husband question mark. <laughs> green M&M net worth. Yeah. <laughs> green M&M shoe size. Clothed green M&M nude male. SGMNM. SGMMNMMNM. <laughs> uh, oh no. And so then the big crux reveal is that Jeremy Irons bought Advil at a at a yes! fucking train station or whatever. It's like, well, 
what an insane <laughs> slip up. By the way, the- oh shit, the one thing I gave him was the clue. <laughs> and also, like, he bought it at exactly it, it, this is like geo targeted fucking Advil that has the exact address where he's staying as well. Like, every that's not how medicine works. Like, <laughs> no. if you look at it on the bottom, it just says like an expiration date. <laughs> it's not like CVS Melrose. It is there in case I lose it. <laughs> I have to bring it. And in case I lose it, someone brings it to where I was purchasing it from. Just look uh, at the bottom of the thing, and it says Simon Gruber, <laughs> 70 Warehouse Place, Quebec, Canada. Yeah, parentheses, Hans's brother. <laughs> you know. Uh, listen, CVS cashier, uh, let me leave my name and address and where we're staying in Montreal. Just in case anyone comes looking for me. Oh, my vanity Advil. <laughs> now, Advil ex machina. Now remember, I'm an obscure general from the East Germany. Colonel. That's how obscure he is. <laughs> it's just the colonel. He's but so you... obscure, he, uh, the colonel, he's played by Norm MacDonald. <laughs> <laughs> <Jim Gaffigan. laughs> yes, the East German army did it first. <laughs> I always wanted him to miss when he tosses him the Advil bottle oh, yeah. and just be like, whoops. Yeah. But he lands it like right in his lap. Like, eh, come on. Oh. I know this is Die Hard 3. It's weapons training. You, yeah. you can throw Advil at anyone's crotch. What a marksman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the, I, I am such, I'm so good at like, oh, it's a movie. That's fine. Yeah. Whatever. It's like. And this movie really challenges you with like insane coincidences throughout the entire film. Oh, yeah. But the most egregious one is that John McClane has the confidence to like pull some of the serum out of the bomb. Like, yeah, it's so like, totally. It's like we, there's no other option left. I I guess my best bet is to create a mini bomb. From <laughs> huge. I'm so confident in my ability to do this, and hopefully it won't set off the rest of the yeah, liquid yeah. right behind <laughs> right. me. The bomb expert blew a chair up, and I'm the guy who's gonna just fucking I'm, figure it out. I'm basing most of this on a physical joke. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I also love as they're leaving the boat, Samuel Jackson has to like list his wounds. He's like, ow, my hands, ow, my leg. Oh no, remember when I was shot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he has to be like, we have to, we should maybe, you know, give a little verbal cue as to what the, these people have been through. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> my, like, oh, I have a sprained ankle from when I jumped off, off of a fucking bridge onto a boat. <laughs> and that's just the beginning that's of my It's been issue. quite a movie, right, folks? <laughs> wow, what a movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I honestly feel like the, the end of this movie is should be they jump off the boat it explodes and somehow Gruber's boat goes up too. Yeah, or, or like, like Gruber's that. in it. They, yeah. I feel like just going to this separate location is just and it's, it's also tired. nighttime too. Like it's a totally different mood. Like the it whole movie feels takes- like it happened like three hours later. They're like, all right, let's go. And it's like, why are we bringing Sam Jackson on this mission? That's <laughs> the like, biggest thing. Go to the hospital. <laughs> yes. Please, more than that, you have two kids who are just in the bomb school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are the where's go? Where are they no, going? He doesn't care. Doesn't <laughs> give a shit. Apparently, he's this fucking four-hour helicopter ride all the way upstate he's, to Canada. He's now going to be John McLean's roommate. Yes. <laughs> I just feel like the Inspector Cobb is like, can we cut this little fucking electrician loose finally? Like, the electrician's like, I'm staying. They're like, Dad, isn't that the guy with the sign from this morning? <laughs> exactly. Well, he's actually more than the sign. I, I haven't gotten to know him. Turns out we're racist. <laughs> <laughs> I learned something from him. Not him. <laughs> Uncle Zeus was hanging out with the sign guy all day. <laughs> This is, though, the second ending 
Oh, there's, right. a, there's a weird alternate ending in this movie oh. that's even more ridiculous. It's like, at least it's sometime later, mm-hmm. and Bruce Willis tracks him down. In I think he Gruberville? is still in Canada. He, oh, yeah, it's a Gruberville, actually. And, like, Jeremy Irons is in some office or something like that, and they have a little, like, you know, back and forth. They shot this? They shot it, yeah. Okay. I think it's on it's on the DVDs. I've definitely seen it before. It might be on YouTube also. He has, like, a fucking rocket launcher or some shit and what? just blasts Jeremy Irons with it. Right That's in his kind office. Of fun. I'd kind of want to watch that. Yeah. One, that was from the canon cut. Yeah. I was like, you know, it's a canon movie if there's a bazooka. For <laughs> then credits. It yeah. Bazooka yeah. explosion, then credits. Yeah, it, they, the, um, Golan and Globus benefited greatly from the invention of the bazooka. <laughs> They're like, oh, what if Chuck Norris has two in this movie? It's like, fuck it, yeah. What, what about two guys point the bazookas at each other? I just feel like you go, you go to, you're on a canon movie. It's like, uh, is, where's Craft Services? I don't know. Next to the bazooka. It's just a bucket yeah. of bazookas. You can eat a bazooka yeah. if you want. These are all real, by the way. Uh, Use some chip bullets. bags under those bazookas there. <laughs> we have red vines. Boo! <laughs> yeah, our families are going to be great for years because uh, we bought in early on bazookas. <laughs> <laughs> Just have stock in them. It's at least more believable, though, because Sam Jackson is nowhere to be found, which is how this movie should yeah. fucking end. <laughs> so dumb. Now, I'm getting in that helicopter. He has to start it for them. <laughs> and then, of course, like there's a like, danger to Sam Jackson. Like, he can't get out of the helicopter in time. I'm like, yeah, dude, you shouldn't have fucking come. <laughs> oh, right, his seatbelt gets stuck. Yeah, come on. <laughs> and it's just, uh, yeah, and then there's we, we do get the the really cool... Uh, it's it, it it is like the last scene in the video game. The boss is in a helicopter. You Absolutely, it <laughs> properly. He's glowing red. You yeah. know he's gonna go down in a second. <laughs> it takes him a few seconds to figure out the weak point. He's like shooting at the helicopter. He's like, that's not doing anything. It's not taking down his health. Oh, that wire looks sucks. Something. Bam, bam, bam. Well, first they shot him on the ground a few times. Then he started blinking. And then <laughs> the next shot, he's in a chopper. The music is a little faster. <laughs> what is he? What is? Uh, McLean say like uh, say hello to your brother or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad fucking ADR yeah, it's, too. It, it's not, it's not even a great line. Just like, I, say hi to your brother. I do think it's kind of amazing to kill two brothers years With apart. The same I know, like, well, I want like the the next movie should be. Uh, my name is Matilda Gruber. You've killed my sons. Prepare to now, die. John McLean becomes like a Gruber hunter. Like anyone in the phone book named Gruber? He's going over there. It's like the him. boys from Brazil. He's like yes. he's shooting. There is a. They are raising a Gruber in uh, San Paulo. Yeah, and then he realizes the Gruber clone is actually good and helps him in the end. Ooh, I, I like this. I do think there should always be a Gruber. If you're doing it yeah. twice, you always have to do it. It's, right, it's, it's like comedy a, rules. You know what I mean? Point, yeah. yep. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant should have been a Gruber. It's yeah. a fire sale. I'm a Gruber. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you did to my great uncle? <laughs> yeah. Man, they were saying fire sale in that movie like 10,000 times. Oh, God. Oh, God. I remember because I saw that movie around the time I saw uh, Harrison Ford's Firewall. Oh. And I remember <laughs> that they were both really projecting these new buzzwords. Into, like, the tri- <laughs> it's a fire sale. He's doing a fire sale. We all know what a fire Fire sale is, right? I gotta get on the Wi-Fi password. It's a new generation of tech thrillers. Fire dude. sale. I'm like, what are they is that like a tire thing? Like the tires are all fifty percent off or something? We're selling fire at a discount. Oh, <laughs> oh it's, Come, a, it's a flaming stick. Bring your own oily rags <laughs> down to Crazy Eddie's fire store. That's probably like what the first caveman business. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the like he shoots a wire, it wraps around the helicopter, and the the two of them blow up inside it. He's but, like, "Oh, remember yeah. when the wire cut that guy in half?" He's like, "We still have that sound effect. Let's use it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's use it here." Also, like 
they're going to where they know an encampment of German mercenaries are. Yeah. And like, they're like, all right, everyone ready? Yeah. Bruce is like, I'm in a tank top and I have a five shooter. Let's roll. It's like, <laughs> hey, give me, give me something a little heavier for, the, for this fucking raid on a terror. And uh, what does the raid consist of? Is anyone, is it just him and Sam Jackson or is there no, more of a forest, like a SWAT team or something? <laughs> well, you're in Canada, dude. They get the fucking Mounties involved. Oh, shit. They come galloping in. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's why it's so late at night. They had to fucking like, they had to go through all these channels, get the Mounties involved. They were at customs forever. They're like, sir, th- we're, we're detecting metal on your shoulder. He's like, oh, it's from a cable. I was climbing it. Come out to the north. Can it come out? The helicopter like, comes through the warehouse and a just a bunch of mooses come in through the doors. <laughs> like nature's Trample helping. John McClane can we teamed up too little. Yeah, we teamed up with the Canadian police. And it's like all Mounties with aviators. <laughs> also, if you got a ha- hangover, the last thing you want to do is get into a fucking helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's true. That's true. There's like a bunch of scenes we don't see where he's chugging Pedialyte. I yes, think. absolutely. It has, <laughs> to, it has to happen. Or he should at least be like drinking. Like, I just I need a little hair of the dog right yeah. now. You know, give me a that couple w- of PBRs. I, I feel like why not have a gag where he fucking like after he kills all the guys in the elevator, like one of them has like uh, a fucking half a water bottle or something. And he's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like yeah. that would be like that's something that even if he wasn't hungover would be ideal to find. Yes, totally. At that point in the movie, I'd be like, oh, thank God. I'm dying of fucking thirst. <laughs> you gotta hydrate, but you gotta hydrate. You run it all over the fucking city in the middle of the heat. At least to get the German brains out your mouth. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Tastes like auto in here. I, I love that uh, elevator violence sequence. I couldn't tell you, G. Geographically, what exactly happened? It doesn't make a lot of sense yeah, either. Yeah. There's a like... magic bullet in there somewhere. Because <laughs> <Right, yeah. laughs> there's no way he should get the brains on his face like that because he's shooting the dude like behind himself. I don't fully understand where he's doing, but it is very cool how he does <laughs> do it. When he and he also tries to get him to drop the gun, which I think is like interesting and should be more of a part of a movie where your hero's a cop. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, totally. Like when the hero's a cop, there should be at least like a pretend like, let's put our guns down, motherfucker. Let's, you, you know, you never see him do the Miranda rights for anybody. No, no. <laughs> Literally no one knows the rights. Well, you can't do the Miranda rights on someone who's a flaming pile of <laughs> fucking charred bodies. Yeah, I guess the only way that works is if you're doing the cool guy, you get the right to remain dead. You got oh, the right yeah. to remain crispy. Yeah, yeah. sure. I mean, he, he, when he goes to get those truck guys, he doesn't even talk. He shoots first. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's another kind of magic bullet thing, though, because he's standing behind them and just sort of fires. And then you see the dude in the passenger side where, like, his upper chest just explodes. It's like, how are you getting that guy? Shoot him from the side. Yeah, his ending line could have been, like, Colonel Extra Crispy Recipe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Again, the cannon cut. (laughs) He should have shot him in the head and then thrown the uh, aspirin back to him. Yeah. A little something for your headache. You got a split one. More of an Advil, man. I last Boy Scout has ruined me to the point where I'm assuming he's gonna do a jig at the end of every movie now. I'm like, is this where he dances? <laughs> no. Nope. Whenever you're talking about the craziest movie of all time, it's always like, and then the last Boy Scout is the next one. Because that movie's that, fucking nuts. The opening with the with the football. With Billy field? Blanks, the Billy fucking ten time Taekwondo world champion, kills yep. everyone. That's uh, great. That's a great opening. <laughs> I mean, 
that's just something that had never been done before and yes. will yeah. never be done again yeah. in a movie. It's just like that, and that's something that you clear people clearly have thought about. Like, yes. that's clearly <laughs> something you're like, oh, that would be an insane experience, and then it just happens. <laughs> like that's just so wild. That movie's just like, yeah, fuck it. But we that's like, it's so unique to that movie though that like if you did it in another movie, you'd be like, oh, dude, we fucking <laughs> saw this in the last Boy Scout. Right. <laughs> like even we are Marshall. They <laughs> All right, the only way to win a championship game, take my, take my fucking Luger. Look, we lost a lot of good guys in that plane crash. Here's everyone's pistols. Let's go out there and win. <laughs> um, can we give uh, Charlie some due? He he has a great fucking moment. Oh, yeah. He has a great hero turn. He totally For the goofy-ass guy we see. He's got the fucking powder all over his face. Why He's, does he need to chalk up? He's not doing deadlifts. What the I, fuck is I he doing? I think it's like to eliminate Sweat. any moisture. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because okay, this dude is sweating. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's I mean, sure. that would be sweating and diarrhea would be my undoing from any heroic situation. <laughs> I would constantly be like, oh man, my hands are. Or like in a movie with like a guy's like hanging on something, I'm like, I can't. I have like four seconds of hanging before yes. I'm oh, immediately dead. Like, and I all I want to do is be in action movies. And if like in any movie, I would be completely gassed cardiovascular wise <laughs> in reality. But Charlie going like, what do you mean there's still kids in? And yes. then he decides to just go. And like, that's yep. so fucking cool. Yeah. It is. I do like the whole team kind of does something, even though they're, they're in, in another movie and it actually doesn't matter because it's always a fake bomb. But it, right. yeah, to your point, like they all have hero moments. Graham like, Greene, the, the woman, they all yes. have like these cool moments. And it's so funny. That one dude, Ricky, gets murdered, though. Oh, yeah. He gets Ricky killed. Walsh. You're oh, he gets killed. Uh, because he's the dude that Otto takes the yes. gun. He brings them down into oh, the right, ball. Like, right. Come on this way, guys. And they fucking murder him. When they show his body, when McLean sees his body, he's fucking fucked up. <laughs> yeah, like, yikes, dude. dude. He's been murdered. <laughs> and I guess that sort of actually lets uh, McLean kind of have some vengeance involved with the vengeance. Right, right, right. right. Oh, yeah. It's, it's our Ricky. first element of vengeance. Oh, I guess the <laughs> but, real vengeance is Simon, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. The real, then, he's the real vengeance. But then he gets some vengeance. And I mean, he's makes, justified in killing people for the first time in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm really confused by the killings in this, actually, because uh, the, they put a lot of things to people's necks, and it looks like an injection thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a knockout gas. Is that situation. knockout They gas? do have that because then when the one dude, like when Otto kills that guy, yeah. and he's like, no shooting. Because in the background, you also see there's one guy who ha apparently has a neck that's too fat to put the injection through. Oh, dude, and the they've fat got guy one guy just like off. snapping his neck yeah. in the background. I was like, nah, I can't do it. Sorry. There's <laughs> just this obese security guard <laughs> being strangled in the back of there's the like, They just keep hitting him with drinks. <laughs> that guy's like an opioid. Head. <laughs> the he's needle like, just keeps on getting busted. I don't know how. His eyes are glassy, but that's it. He's still awake. Yeah. He's getting hornier. He's we need to hit him again. Hit him again. <laughs> Guy's got like elephant skin. I don't know what it is, man. He's smiling at me. <laughs> Elephants, don't you have kids? <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're just in, in flaming wreckage in Canada. Outside some shitty motel. Yeah, and I guess Sam Jackson's going to stay there tonight. I mean, I don't know, like... You're not getting back any time that's manageable. You're you traveled there in a helicopter. That it takes the, a really long everyone time. Everyone just leaves and then Sam Jackson doesn't have his passport taken <laughs> back in the United States. I like everyone's flying in for the chopper mission and they're like, what's Sam Jackson doing there? And he's like fixing a radio in his lap. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get a little work done. <laughs> Take this back to the shop. It's my, <laughs> my busy season. Repairs due tomorrow. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we didn't talk about one of uh, the best lines in the movie, the trailer line that clearly sets up the entire premise. Like, look around you. 
There's no cops. Oh, my you God. can rob City Hall. Oh, yeah. That little trash kid. I love that kid. I love that they immediately rob him of his bicycle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? Well, fuck you. But the idea of like, as a kid, you're like, oh, shit, there's no cops. I'm going to go rob that deli. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, this uh, this little monster's born in the Staten Island dump, dude. Right. So that, you know. Get on your bikes. We got to get to Harlem ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> we got some Butterfingers to steal. Let's go. Fagan put the call out, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Fagan. <laughs> And we end with the little ants marching. You yeah. know. Was this the first Die Hard movie to use that song? Because they use them after they use the same song in other movies. I don't know if it's in the first one or not. Is it's it, been a while. I feel like it is when it they're is, yes. when they're uh, unpacking and uh, starting the drill up. And oh all right. That yeah, stuff. Okay. Like, and by the way, it's Johnny comes home marching home. It's not the Dave Matthews oh, band. Yeah, I guess right. <laughs> Johnny comes marching home. <laughs> I gotta say, I love Die Hard Death. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you just got to like Simon is blasting Dave. He's like, what is this fucking guy? Very complex character. We have to decide what country to buy. Blast the Matthews. Crash into me. Yeah. Do the one with him and Tim Reynolds. That's the one I want. I love the drums in this movie. All like the marching drum yeah. music. It's all great. Score. It's all great. Yeah. yeah. He's making a phone call again. Oh, they give him more money to call Holly. Because that's, oh, that's a fucking indignity, though. The first time he tries to call her and it's not even Bonnie Bedelia's voice on the other line. Yeah, but it's also like just like some like, uh, uh, it's like a boomer caricature of a woman. She's like, John, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, Lockhorn's horseshit. I'm like, she was a character <laughs> in these movies in a real way. And she was well fucking liked. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> They should have brought Richard Thorne back, or whatever the character's name was. The guy from Ghostbusters. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. uh, Dickless is what yes, I call Dickless. him, unfortunately, for the rest of his life. <laughs> totally. I'm sure that happens. Uh, here's your check, Dickless. Like, no, I'm just, you know, now you're not going to get tipped. And what's her name? Mary Ellen Trainer, the uh, sh- everyone's favorite TV uh, movie mom, Goonies mom. She's also the news person in Die Hard. Oh, right. Oh, that's right. right. That's we were right. just talking about her, weren't we? She was on Mo- she was she's in Monster, Monster Squad. Squad. She's yes, also yes, the she's mom in Monster Squad. Yeah, she's yeah. the mom in like five movies from our child. Yes. <laughs> she's, she's like all of our mom. And right. she's and then she's also in Die Hard and Lethal Weapon. So she's like... like she was oh, in, right. She's a psychiatrist. She was yes. in like 80% of my favorite movies <laughs> at, by my 10th birthday. The constant. Awesome. Uh, so, I mean, that's the movie. And what we do here on, on We Love Movies is instead of saying, well, we recommend the movie, because of, of course we would, but the real thing now, this movie's like 25 years old or whatever, uh, older than that, 30 years old, does it hold up? John, we'll start with you. Do, you. do you think Die Hard with a Vengeance holds up? I think Die Hard with a Vengeance pretty much holds up with the exception of uh, its view towards racism yeah 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 i think yeah i think that's i appreciate that it has like a racially charged kind of like conversation around it but it just doesn't resolve in the way that and because i think it doesn't take it away from holding up because it is a 30 year old it's a time capsule yeah, sure it, it captures it realistically but it's just like watching it doesn't it, it Feels weird in, in our current climate. Yeah, it's yeah. very anti-German. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna. Yeah. Germans have had a bad rap since the forties. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I do, but yeah, to your point, I think the. the, the it was enough in the 90s just to say the words Rodney King and like that's all. Like that's what he says, Rodney King, right? He's like, "Fuck you!" It's a joke. 
and that's it. Like, we're yeah. not going to talk about it. We're not going to try and heal anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, what's weird, too, about it, it's a joke. And that shit had happened, like, four years before this yes. movie came out. Oh, right. my God. Very strange that we were already yucking it up yeah. about now, it. <laughs> now that I'm, like, old enough, like, to have hindsight on that time in my life, the amount of, like, O.J. Simpson jokes yes. and Rodney King oh, jokes yeah. I was yeah. making and Michael Jackson pedophilia jokes, like... I was making like, and everyone, kids, all shit-eating little kid. We yeah. were just yep. talking about like, casually about cops beating a guy. Like I couldn't believe, and now I'm just like, Jesus, thank God I didn't have a podcast. Yes, it's <laughs> bad enough now. If I had a podcast when I was 12, I'd be fucking pre-canceled before I even had anything happen in my career. <laughs> Yeah, I think all the race politics are of its time. The thing that drops like a fucking thud these days, too, speaking of current climate, is when the the fucking guy is like, yeah, they're rerouting all the emergency calls through our switchboard. And the lady goes, and I'm going to marry Donald Trump. And oh, like, yes. Your fucking asshole clinches right up when that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, there's, It's been a great uh, sea change in hip hop because Donald Trump used to be like. Yep. A good uh, Trump is a good rhyming word, and yes. also you can talk about money. Yeah. And now the sea change is just like no one's saying Trump without <laughs> saying fuck. And, and it's so awesome that he, I, like, I'll never watch Home Alone two again. <laughs> there should be a fucking post twenty sixteen recut of that movie because it's not consequential to the plot at all. Yeah. I would firmly believe that he found his way out of the hotel without fucking stopping for directions. Yeah, that's what doesn't make sense. They put out a, a new release of Ghosts Can't Do It, and I thought you would have burned all copies. Just excised them right Get rid of it. Well, you know what? At least with Home Alone, so I I work with a guy who used to do like location scouting for like TV and movies in New York, and they would film at buildings that he owned all the time. And the stipulation was he would let you do it. He would sign off on it, but you had to film him having a cameo in it. And so my coworker was like, yeah, they did it all the time, and then he just got cut out of all these things. But Chris Columbus with fucking Home Alone 2 was like, that ah, keep it. Keep now, it. It's great. Now I have SAG insurance. <laughs> Art of the deal. <laughs> SAG AFTRA, it's a great organization. Add, add those residuals to my income, and I'm a trillionaire. Uh, uh, I'm in Gremlins too. I get eaten by a bunch of Gremlins. <laughs> oh, man. John Glover in that movie is a better Donald Trump than Donald yes, Trump. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's true. Because John Glover is an actor. So, oh, yeah. The, the holds up conversation, I, yeah. I do think it holds up. But what you guys said is absolutely correct. And also, I feel like it drags towards the end. Like, I've already complained about. Yeah, well, that's because, like, the four movies that we've yeah. been watching are coming together. Well, because they did the third act of the four different movies and the second act of this movie. <laughs> yeah. like, what do we do at the end? It's like, ah, shoot a fucking Rube Goldberg machine that takes a helicopter. <laughs> uh, we want this movie to end like the board game Mousetrap. <laughs> Can we get that set up? Pick the can. Uh, yeah, I, 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 similarly... <laughs> Similarly, uh, yeah, the race stuff, and, and especially like the the sign is a really hard thing to put in the beginning of your movie. There's other ways to get Sam Jackson on board that don't involve that. You um, can do the sign, just have it say something else on the sandwich board. Exactly. It could say "fuck Harlem." Yes, yeah, exactly. Yep. It would sort of mean the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, 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 you're not dropping yeah, that, yeah, yeah. or even "I hate black people" would be right, wow, right. holy shit, that guy's an asshole. Right. And that, that people will fuck with you if you have that sign, but at least we're not dropping it. Uh, yeah, but other than that. I mean, the action's really fun. It's the last time John McClane was John McClane. He's very John McClaney in this. And, yeah. like, he's scared a lot, which I love. And, he, you know, just a lot. It's, it's, it's super fun. I, I really wish it was the last movie. It, yeah, it should have been the last movie. 
I mean, I, yeah, I agree with all that. I, what I really love about this movie is they essentially turn New York into Nakatomi Tower. Yeah, like they right, use they yeah. use it as a big landscape, which is what it is. It's the biggest time, the biggest yeah. playground he gets, you, and they actually all the set pieces are huge that way. So they're like, yeah, we can use this space like this. And John McTiernan was great at this until I think this is the last time he was good at it. Well, before he got in trouble with dodging the taxes, yeah, yeah the taxes. Yeah. Weird, weird how his like creative energies dovetailed uh, nicely, ending with him getting in some serious fucking trouble. <laughs> <laughs> He was a man alone stuck in a vent with unpaid taxes. <laughs> uh, and also going to off what you said, the fact that he's playing in all of Manhattan, but he knows it. And also yeah. Yeah. his partner is a former cab driver. It, it lends that like sort of New York ability where yep. being a New Yorker is in of itself a little bit of a superpower. Yes, like, yes, you know, absolutely. Like, and, and they like ramp it up in this movie where it's like, oh, you don't want to go that way. This is the trick. I know that because I'm a New Yorker. And you know, it's it's a pre-9-11 New Yorkerness wherein like you can kind of hate New York a little bit and love it as, as opposed to like all those fucking Spider-Man movies where you got to be like, oh, you God. mess with one of us, you mess with all of us, <laughs> oh, which I've fuck. never heard. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen, New, you know, New Yorkers United for nine days. Let's relax. <laughs> <laughs> us 14 different ethnicities trapped in the cable car together. Yes. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. This is a situation that occurs all the time. <laughs> you know, it's like, it would be a fucking, if, if you took a cable car in New York, it would be full of fat tourists from Dallas. <laughs> so, like, it wouldn't even have any New Yorkers in it. Everybody's got headphones on and is looking down. Right, yeah. Yeah. They I, don't even know. McLean's running back and forth with bombs blowing up. Everyone's just playing Switch on the train. Yeah, I cannot honestly remember the last time I teamed up with anybody. I really cannot. I think, like, I if I hold the door for someone in New York, they look at me weird. <laughs> like, dude, I got the fucking door. <laughs> thanks, thanks, pal. <laughs> a fucking real hero over here. <laughs> and that is Die Hard with a Vengeance. John, we want to thank you for coming on. Man, you would plug away. This is coming out in December, so oh, what, sure. what have you got going on? Yeah, check out my podcast, High and Mighty. By December, you guys would probably, your episode will uh, probably be up. Sweet. I also have a movie podcast called Action Boys where we review. A great movie podcast. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, we review classic action movies, and we take longer to review them than the run times in the movie, <laughs> uh, which is easy when it's 80 minutes, and it's embarrassing when it's heat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so check check that out and then also High and Mighty I'll be on tour in uh, weekends in January and February through Texas and the Northeast so if those check that out at headgum.com slash live and while you're there there are probably a couple of live dates of yours that yeah. are out there <laughs> grab a ticket for everything <laughs> <laughs> totally go ticket wild man get ticket for your friends yeah whoever else is on sale at HeadGum buy them all if, it, if we're coming to your city just see any one it's of a us. quality it's a quality lineup no matter what <laughs> Honey, what a headgum show is tonight. Well, we'll find out when we get there. <laughs> like people that go to the movies and they don't know what's playing. Right. Martha, what's on screen this evening? Well, we'll just be choosing the one that fits our schedule best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of our schedule, Steve Sadak, the show rolls on next week. We Love Movies Month continues. I think we got a live date coming. Yeah, it's a, it's an. Oh, we're staying in the action zone. Uh, the we're not action boys. We're not trying to encroach on anything. No, no, no we, you guys are. We're all completely different. <laughs> All of us white straight men in the exact same age bracket who are obsessed with movies. Totally different shows. Very rare. Really unique perspective. Yeah. You uh, don't no, want to listen. No, uh, we're doing the, the Rock live from San Francisco. Oh, that's fuck right. yeah! Oh, Which yeah. was uh, secretly written by the guy who wrote this movie. 
Oh, really? Did he? <laughs> really? Don Hensley, yeah. Wow. The, Michael Bay went like crazy oh, he was over one of the, the WGA. Doctors? Well, he I'm was the main we- one. I'm not oh. wearing that placard shine. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't believe in it. I'd rather wear a ponytail. <laughs> it's actually more embarrassing to wear the ponytail, Connery. <laughs> but also, that's not all. On patreon.com slash we hate movies this month, yes. our we love movies episode for this the month of December is The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Finally do Check it, it out. Go. And also on the Nexus level, our Star Trek podcast. Oh, fuck. I totally forgot that we recorded this like four months ago. We'll see how it holds up. Does it <laughs> hold up? Our episode on Star Trek First Contact will be coming out in December. That's right. Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. So until next week with The Rock, live from Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco, I'm Andrew Jupin, Chris Cabin, Steven Sidek, Eric Siska, John Gabris. Take it easy. <laughs> Do I say my name at the end? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.